Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, 11 years in the NFL, and what a, what a career. You went from Super Bowls with the Seahawks to the Lions to Daniel Jones. You had an incredible career, a Notre Damer, a Pro Bowler, a Super Bowl champ. So I want to go. I want to go back. Golden Tate is joining us. I want to go back. So you come into the NFL and you go to the Seahawks, and Pete Carroll starts getting that mojo ready. Uh, you're there with Russell, Marshawn Lynch. It's you're feeling like this NFL stuff. This is like Notre Dame. I got nothing but great players. Take me back because a lot of people think that was the last great NFL team. Like not just Kansas City's winning games, but physically humiliating teams. When you're in that bubble in Seattle up in the Northwest, did it feel like it was going to last forever? It really did. I felt like we all felt like we could play forever. I know I came in. I was like, wow, this is awesome. I'm going to play NFL football forever. Um, and we had success as soon as I stepped on into the organization. We get Marshawn Lynch. We beat the defending champions. Uh, we got in the playoffs at, what, 7-9 and nine that year. Yes, and you beat New Orleans. Beat I think, New Orleans. At home in Seattle. Exactly. And then uh, we come back next year, didn't have a so great year. But then we got back. We, got, we came in our third year. Blew people up. And just came onto the scene. And my fourth year, we were predicted to win the, uh, the Super Bowl. And we felt like unless we got hurt, we had a really good chance of winning the Super Bowl as well. Yeah. And we just stayed focused. And we were young. We were dumb. We would do whatever it took, and uh, it worked out. I mean, the economy was great. Uh, being in Seattle with the tech boom, the fan base is phenomenal. 12th Man is unreal. I mean, it was, it was the best time of my life until I met my wife and had my kids. Yeah, I know, but you, you, you know, what's interesting, then you go to losing Detroit. So you go from what we thought would be a seven-year dynasty that was about a three-year you know, scene there, and then um, young teams age and things happen and you got to pay Russ and that's the way the world works. So then you go to Detroit and I, I think it's an important question because, and I've said this before, outside of the occasional Andrew Luck or Joe Burrow, 
quarterbacks are as good as where they land. Mm -hmm. You can only do... So what was it like to go from Seattle, and this is not a knock on Detroit, the city, or Matt Stafford, to an organization that can't get out of its way for a lot of the last 20 years? You know, you don't know what you don't know. I was young. I felt like... I was a reason why, a big reason why uh, Seattle went to the Super Bowl, so right. I could do the same thing <laughs> in Detroit. Sure. I knew that we had Matthew Stafford, who was a top tier quarterback. We had Megatron, who was we already knew was going to be a Hall of Famer, uh, and we had a solid defense. And I saw a lot of opportunity, um, and so it didn't work out that way. My first year there, we felt like we had a really good chance to go all the way, and then of course the Cowboys ruined that with. Yeah paying the refs or whatever they did. <laughs> uh, and then after that, it just you, we kind of settled down. Um, and what I learned from the two organizations is that in order to be successful um, year in and year out, you have to be connected from the, at the very top and all the way to the bottom. And when the, when the top pulls, the bottom needs to be moving as well. Um, and when I got to Detroit, it was just a little bit of disconnect. Now, it got better each year. The city got better. Um, the organization got better. Uh, the amenities got better. Um, so it, it, it got better. And, I, I, you know, finally we're there. I'm excited about Detroit this year. And but then you moved to the Giants. Exactly. Now, you were there for Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. uh, and at that point, you'd moved inside. You were a slot. Mm -hmm. So I've said this about Daniel Jones. I, I can see he's big, and I can see he can run, and he went to Duke, so he's got to be smart. Um, but it, the apprehension, what, 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 what do I see that is not quite right? Because I know he's big enough. He can make all the throws, can he not? Absolutely. I mean, he's a specimen. I mean, a guy can run, he can throw, he's, he's smart. Quiet. Now, yeah, he's very quiet. He's, he's very quiet. Now, my thing is I, I think he's too smart. For his own good at times. I think he yeah. overanalyzes I've heard that. at times. But I, I think the uh the bowl and um what Kafka Brian Dable, yeah. Uh, they're they're figuring it out. I think those three working together is nice. Uh we saw last year that they did some things. You and if you get Saquon Barkley on the field and Daniel, I mean that's two running backs in a way. Yeah. That can run the ball and then you got your – bring Waller in. Waller's a player. No, He's Waller's, a baller. No, we, I saw him at the Super Bowl. You, we saw him at this uh, area before he – I don't know where we saw him. It was some, like, uh, complimentary food area. We looked at him. We're like, that dude could like, – in the association, like, he is a man. Yes. It, you know, it's interesting, though. You said this about Daniel Jones, and I've heard this about other players. Um, Andrew Luck was a really smart kid, but Andrew would just let it go. Mm -hmm. sometimes these kids, it's paralysis by analysis. Daniel tends to double clutch. Think about it. And he's a very reserved, quiet kid. New mm -hmm. York is overwhelming. Can he make it in New York? That New York's different. You played there. It's different. It is. They're, they're harsh at times. Um, but I think you can make it, but you have to ignore the noise. Everyone's an expert in New York and New Jersey oh, in sports, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's everyone knows football so well. So as long as you ignore the noise and just keep keep it intimate within the coaches and, and your teammates, you have a chance. Uh, this year is going to be huge for him. I think Daniel has a, a chance to play up to his contract. I think we all will agree that he got paid a lot, and we're still wondering if it was justified. Fair, but I think. This could be the year. Can he make all the throws? Absolutely. Okay. So Absolutely. you're there. You're in the slot. He can make the throws. Without that was a, a COVID year. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I had him when he's young, so he's still trying to figure it all out. The game is fast. I'm a slot guy. You got guys, defenders inside, outside, back up. I mean, it, it was a lot. So, but he made some really good throws. Like, I mean, I, thinking about the preseason, his first preseason, I think he had, went, you know, four for four uh, and threw a touchdown when he was a rookie. So he, he had it back then, yeah. and now he's just getting smarter and smarter. Yeah. He's getting more comfortable. He's got his second year with Kafka. That's going to be good. So we'll see what happens. The um, you know the preseason stuff, you, you can't take much from it. I did think it was interesting. Golden Tate joining us if you're listening on radio. Um, that they Sean Payton played the starters four series, and that's telling me this thing's clunky. Like we got to get this stuff right because practice ain't pretty. I mean that's what it tells me. What does it tell you? Oh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's some issues over there, and they're still trying to work them <laughs> out. And you have time, just not a lot of time. Um, but it, but I'm not worried because Sean Payton is still Sean Payton, and Russell Wilson knows how to play ball, and he's a smart player. And if you think about it, Sean Payton had James Winston uh, for two years, and he led the league in, like, touchdowns or something like that. Now, he also had a lot, a lot of, of picks. picks. but He works with everybody. He knows how to work with them, and they, they have talent there. Their defense is going to be solid. I think uh, Sean Payton's coming there with structure. He's you're not doing it your way; you're doing it my way. He's very uniform, and I think that's what they need. Yeah. Um, and then we'll, we'll see what happens. But it's it's still early, so that's not panic just yet. But yeah, you know we're all looking. Yeah, you know it it, it is interesting when you um, we, we had a story last week that we really played a lot into is that it's easy to say practice doesn't matter, but there's a couple of things that are happening in the NFL is that fewer starters are playing in the preseason. Mm -hmm. So Sean McVay decided several years ago, I'm not playing starters, and they went 8-0 to start. And I think a lot of people looked at that and said, why am I going to have my starters out? I mean, I'm watching this weekend. I'm crossing my fingers. Guys don't get hurt. Right. And so fewer and fewer good players are playing in preseason. So it's made practice a little more important. The inter-squad games now are really intense. And so Dak last week had a series of really bad picks. The video came out. And it's easy to say it's no big deal. Is it no big deal? He led the league in picks last year. Yeah. Is it no big deal? What, what do you make of veteran quarterbacks, picks in practice? How big is practice? Practice is very important. However, practice is where you're supposed to try all your new tricks, all your new moves, your jukes, and all that. And that's what I did. I tried them, and some of them worked. Some of them, some of them didn't. Now, Dak is on America's team, and so he's under the microscope. Right. Dak is also under the microscope because he had 15 picks last year. Right. And so now I don't think the picks in practice are the biggest deal because that's going to happen. I remember right. Russell throwing three picks in practice at some point, uh, Daniel, Eli. I mean, everyone's probably done it at some point. It's only a, we're on alert now because of last year Yeah, is, I think, the issue. And so we're watching to see what's going to happen you know, whenever he's on the field again and, and, yeah. and moving forward. But it doesn't – it's not the biggest deal, but we're all on alert and we're watching. Yeah, and the other thing, Golden Tate joining us, is that um, now Mike's calling the plays. Kellen Moore's gone. So Brian Dable uh, clearly helped Josh Allen as a play call. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not arguable. Shane Steichen, mm -hmm. so good with Jalen Hurts. And so Kellen Moore now goes to Justin Herbert. And I want take your time on this. Explain to the audience, just a coordinator, um, like like Shane Steichen literally took Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts, first year with them. You're like, 
wow. What does a coordinator do? Is it just, is it the play calls? Is it his system? Why is, you know, Kellen Moore, they were sixth, first, and fourth in offense. Mm -hmm. He leaves the building. Mm -hmm. It's something. What is an offensive coordinator in your life as a receiver? Was the head coach the key, the coordinator the key? I think when you're speaking about the quarterback, the coordinator is the biggest key. That's who you're going to spend the most time with as a quarterback. And he's going to teach you the do's, the don'ts, the game. Um, he's going to learn what you like, what I like. And it's, it is imperative that the offensive coordinator and quarterback can work together and put all pride aside and forget about what I did last year or the five years ago when I had this team and figure out a way to figure out, okay, this quarterback likes this concept. He likes being under center or in a shotgun. He's comfortable in the pocket or out the pocket play action. You have to figure all this out. When was the best you saw in your career in the NFL quarterback coordinator relationship where you felt like it was just a symphony? It was harmony. You know, I I would say um, he was not the coordinator when he started, but he ended up being um, Stafford and Jim Bob Cooter. Oh, they were—they had a couple good years together. Yeah. Now it's Ben Johnson, I think, is the young coordinator. So that popped for a couple years. Why? Because Stafford knew what he was good at. Jim Bob knew what he was good at. And he was trying to find just more looks to make you feel comfortable. Because if you can get 1% better each day or under the center, that's just one less thing to think about. Okay, so there's if you want to run a a slant or a spot route, you can run it like eight different ways. You can run out a bunch. You can run out of spread. You can run out of three by one. You can, uh, you can run it out of so many different ways. And so if that's my best concept and there's a third and four, why, why call something I'm not comfortable with? Call the spot route. I know, I know the, the defenses. I know where guys are going to be and go from there. So they were so good at figuring out what he did well and they just, it just worked together. So you work with Russell, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones, Eli Manning, Carson Wentz. Uh-huh. So I'm going to mention all those quarterbacks in just a sentence on what they did well. Okay. Like their secret sauce. Let's start with Russell Wilson, his secret sauce. Elusive. He was never going to get sacked. He or, was going to find his way out hit. of it. Yeah. He didn't get hit much. He's going to find his way out of it. And it was backyard football after that. Once he got the pocket, play backyard football. He might run. He might throw it deep, but just be ready. Okay, Matt Stafford. He could, any throw, any throw he made, it was accurate, and he made it look easy. I remember being, we played in London, and I'm like, I think, 60 yards down the field. And he scrambles out, and I see him about to throw it, and he made it look like he was throwing like a 20-yard route. And that thing just landed right in my hands for a touchdown. Effortless. Just too easy. Um, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. um, I would say strong runner. And when I was with him, still trying to figure it out, but saw you you see a lot of potential. You see that, man, if this clicks, he is going to be dangerous. Okay. Uh, He was a six pick. Eli Manning. You got old, Eli. Yeah. Yeah, I, Eli was just lighthearted, funny, uh, laid back. I think he knew it was, you know, he was about done. So he was yeah. kind of just riding off into the sun. 
hanging out. However, I did get a chance to catch uh, a touchdown pass, and I gave him the ball, so I felt pretty good. <laughs> and finally, Carson Wentz, who had talent, didn't work out, but he had talent. Carson. You can take your time. <laughs> so <laughs> Car- Carson is a good friend of mine, and, you know, when I played with him, it was unfair because I think he just got in the the back and the neck issue so he was just battling he is the ultimate competitor he wants to be on the field and he was willing to play through whatever pain he was dealing with he was hurt a lot yeah like even playing hurt yeah but that guy can make incredible throws while being tackled it was crazy he would have guys wrapped around him and make a good throw like whoa I thought you're gonna get sacked and then next thing you know the ball's right there and the play is a first down or extended play so uh that's what's the and he was huge. I mean, I mean Carson was just tall and thick. He just mm. yeah, Josh Allen like yeah. Uh, Golden Tate, eleven years in the NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. So um, what are your expectations? Because New York is a lot of everything. There's a lot to unpack about it, but it's also amazing. The energy of New York is what always struck me when I lived in Connecticut. You go there for a night or a weekend. The energy is amazing. Aaron and the Jets should work, but there's just a, it's a lot of eyes on it. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be looking for in that relationship? Well, I, you know, I personally feel pretty confident that Aaron's going to go over there and do very well. Um, I believe he's going to do well because he's getting, he's getting Hackett back, which he did well with him during his career. Um, and seeing Aaron twice a year for about five years – he just – he understands defenses so well, 
And if they just give him the freedom of like, okay, I see that they're about to try to blitz me. I'm going to just give you this very simple little route. And this simple route could be a tight end who was supposed to be blocking, run to the flat, the two receivers out there with him block. And that's thing you know, it's an explosive play simply because he saw that there was these two guys blitzing. And so he, as long as he can change plays, throw a deep ball, I think they're going to be just fine. And now he's got some really good weapons out there with Wilson. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see Aaron out there. Yeah. Hard Knocks, uh, docu-series on Netflix. As a former player, do you watch this stuff? I, I would watch it when I was in camp a little bit. Uh, but now that I got babies who don't like, TV. like football, I have to kind of <laughs> sacrifice my, my time. And you got three else. kids, five, four, and one. Mm-hmm. That's Amen. a lot of work. I'm in the fire right now. Like Being here is like kind of like a little vacation right now. <laughs> That's how we think it is for all our guests, a little bit of vacation. <laughs> what a pleasure to meet you. Love to have you back. Absolutely. I'd love to be here. Thank you. Golden Tate, 11 years, a Super Bowl champ and a Pro Bowler. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Three kids under five? Uh, under I'm, I'm six. trying to think, how many diapers is he changing? Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. I remember when I had a one-year-old, my back would hurt mm. because you're bending over and like when they graduated to the walking stage, I no longer needed a chiropractor. <laughs> like that, I just remember holding my kids' hands for about four years. That's I think all. We're, we're very alike, so we need our own time, and that doesn't really work when you have new kids. Yeah. I, I, good it's, luck. Yeah, good luck. I got an all-star It'll get better. mom. It'll get a lot better. All-star mom in the house. Yeah. It's, it is getting better because my, my youngest is walking, and I have a, my oldest is a daughter, so she's like oh, yeah. a mini mommy anyway. Yeah, yeah, mature, yeah. Girls mature faster than boys. 100%. It's crazy. Yeah, my daughter is 10 going on, like, you know, 13. When, when my daughter was 7, I remember saying, I, it's like we don't have a kid. Yeah. She would say, Dad, I'm going to go upstairs and uh, color and organize my room. You wouldn't see her for four hours. I no. go up and then her room was clean. You don't get that with boys. Yeah. You go up a clean room and it's a disaster. Girls, they clean the room. Yeah. They're more mature than us. Girls are better than boys. We can just admit that. The, the, girls are better than boys. Let's just come clean with it. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, Jonathan Taylor. He returned to Colts camp today after oh, having his ankle injury away from the team. He's still not participating due to the injury, but he is there, and his stance on wanting a trade has reportedly not changed. Um, obviously, for Anthony Richardson, you'd love to see Jonathan Taylor suiting up and playing. Well, it's funny. You know, with Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson and a pretty good offensive line, that offense could just look different than the rest of the leagues. Shane Steichen, that's the key name to all this. Like he, Again, what he did in Philly last year, it's unbelievable. it makes you optimistic if you're a Colts fan. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I also think there's value when you're a young quarterback to being able to run your way to first downs. What if Indy just decided to go almost contrary into the league and we're going to run it 56% of the time? Because the league, I think, throws at about 55 to 45 I don't think the Colts are going to be great, but I could see Steichen just shifting yeah. into, we're just going to run the football a lot. What was that offense that Nebraska used to run with Tommy Frazier? Where they oh, were just... That's the best college football team I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, one of them. I, like, let's not go over No, it, it was really, really, really I was dominant. at a Fiesta Bowl when they beat Steve Spurrier yeah. in Florida, like a drum. Yeah. In that moment, that was the best college football. And they ran power Oh, yeah, football. all power everything. I remember I was on uh, Florida in that game, uh, betting against a buddy. We were watching it in my buddy's basement. I'll never forget. And I'm like, Florida's got this. We, it is going to be, come on. No, no. Eight minutes and, like, in. Early on, you're like, this is over. <laughs> that was when Nebraska had like offensive linemen galore and nobody could stop their run. They owned the trenches. Power football. Yeah. You so don't you, see a lot of that, but 
you know, by the way, they were beating the Floridas and the Miamis that were spreading it out and had all the speed. So there is something as the league goes to a very wide open offense. There's value. I mean, Tennessee was the number one seed a couple years ago, and they were playing power football with Vrabel and, you know, Henry. Um, Last thing, like, Jonathan Taylor is not going to sign up for 25 carries a game when he's looking to get paid. He's not going to do that. So I don't know how this sorts itself out here. I'm not optimistic. I don't know what I am. You are? No, I just, I don't know what I am. I can... You know, Ursay went public with it. He's not in a good mood. You know, you hear the rumors about running backs are all colluding and saying, <clears throat> after 15 carries, my hammies are a little sore. Yeah, you gotta sa- you gotta sa- save yourself, kind of. You, if you if he puts 300 carries on this year, nobody's giving him a big deal. That's just how it works now. It's sad. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, next up, Derek Carr. You mentioned this earlier in the show. Looked really good against the Chiefs. Look at that. Oh, beautiful sliding catch there. Um, Carr, 6 of 8 for 70 yards and a touchdown on the first drive of the game. You know, the scripted stuff. Afterwards, Carr said he felt really good to put on a Saints uniform. Just lit up the Chiefs secondary badly. And I've said enough nice things about the Saints now. Well, you have them winning the division, so. Uh, them were the, maybe the Falcons, but uh, I don't think it's a pain. I have to watch the Falcons a little bit. I don't even know what I got with Desmond Ritter. You got to give me two preseason games. I got to. I got to see. The Kamara suspension is not great. No, no, they're dead. They got. They have running back issues, and then they got another running back. I think got hurt this weekend. Mm. So Kamara suspended for four or six games. I forget which one. I don't remember the number. And then they lost another running back to an injury. So they are thin at running back. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can pick up a guy in the sixth round, oh. plug him in. By the way, do you remember at the draft we talked about that running back who lit up USC in the bowl game? Tulane. Yes. He put up a big preseason game. Did you see his numbers? I saw the highlights. I was like, this guy, man, I think it's Spears is the last name. Yeah. But these running backs, you just find guys. Fifth, sixth round, they got juice. Well, All the Cowboys the have that kid. Deuce Vaughn. I, mean, uh, I think okay. the Saints are going to be okay. Alvin Kamara is suspended for three games. Three okay, games. Three. So they'll, be all, they'll be all right for three games. Well, be careful. Listen, now Derek Carr is here to put the team on his back. Okay? Right. This is what he's going to do in NOLA. 12 wins? For, for the Saints? So, you know in Vegas, you can bet the alt-win total. So, if their win total is 9.5, you could say, I'm extra bullish. I'll take over 10.5 at better value. And you look at the schedule, Colin, and I'm just telling you. You think the Saints are going to win 12 games? I don't think 11 is out of the question. 12 would not shot. Again, okay, it's time only out. based on the okay, schedule. Okay, I, I, Just to be clear, I don't think the Saints are the best team in the league or even top five. No, okay, okay. But look at the schedule. Here's who they're facing. Ryan Tannehill, Bryce Young, Jordan Love. Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones. Okay. Oh, C.J. Stroud. Let's just keep going. First six quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson. Well, you make him. What about him? Justin Fields. Trevor Lawrence. Okay. How many of those guys have been to a conference championship game? Uh, Matt Stafford, if he's still standing in Week 16. Again, it's they really don't not face an anybody. El- they don't face an elite quarterback until Week 7 at home against Trevor Lawrence, and then, holy God, and then. Matt Stafford, Week 16. Yeah, oh, and a, man. And usually, you know, Saints going outdoors from a Dome team. Look at the end of the season. Dome in L.A., Giants at home, Tampa is going to be warm, Atlanta's in a Dome. So they don't have any, like, again, the schedule really opens up for the Saints here. I can see all the wheels turning in your head like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> well, I, you know, you last year you sold me on the Giants. And I had them as a seller team, and you sold me. 
And this year, you are selling me hard on the Saints. And uh, they're going to be the Fox team of destiny. See all those Fox games? You could be tuning in. Oh, the NFC stinks. Wait a minute. Are the Saints six and zero heading into the Trevor? Hey, I always show? thought they had a pretty good brand. Like I like watching Saints games in the dome. It's big. It feels big when they're rolling. Yeah, I mean the city just loves them. It's like LSU football when it's rolling down there. It's just that stadium's just rocking. Different. Oh yeah, real fun. All right, final story. Our guy Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. They look sharp in their first preseason game. OC Matt Canada was very pleased. Said the offense did what they needed to get done in the first game of action of the year. Pickett, 6 of 7, 70 yards, including a 33-yarder to George Pickens. You heard oh uh, Kevin Clark hyping Pickens. Pickens. This kid was special. He just had some issues at, uh, in college. Yeah, um, they say they say Kenny Pickett holds on to the ball too long. That, that, <laughs> that's what I keep hearing. I guess. It's, I don't know. I kind of, you know, what I, when I watch him, he's just... He just kind of got that good enough to be a franchise quarterback thing. He's big enough. He moves well. Good arm, not great. And the defense is so good. He doesn't have to win. Shoot, Nobody's going to score 28 points on this team. I mean, it, they're going to hold a lot of teams to 23 and fewer. So if my issue with them is can they get their old line right? Their old line's been week yeah. for like five years. Do you remember last year they faced the Dolphins in a primetime game and Miami scored on like the first series. You're like, oh my gosh, Tua and McDaniel are going to blow these guys out. And the Pittsburgh defense just hung around, made plays. Like, they're just really sound. This they're, is what Tomlin does, man. No, and the, the other thing is, there it's, when you don't, you're not going to ask Kenny Pickett to throw 34 times a game. So it's like Green Bay and Jordan Love. That's, I've got to see some talent here because that's an offensive coach and a good old line. Uh, with Pickett, the defense is so good that they're not going to end. And that kid from Georgia, the wide receiver in his second year, there's so much talent here. They're not asking him to make a big deadlift so here. It's they, a light well, lift. But the problem is they're asking him, it's pretty clear because he holds the ball too long, don't screw it up. Yes. Don't make mistakes. And that gets in your head. That's not a good way to play. Well, Hey, drop back in the pocket. Don't make a mistake. Also. And then you're like, oh, let me... You know, I just, that's what I don't love. Kenny Pickett, go out there and do your thing. Well, Play you got to be careful. I'm not worried. We're going to be fine. Our defense will keep us in the game. Play quarterback. Don't overthink things, you know? Like you told me to come out here. Jim, no, fight. Let her rip. Don't work. Don't hold back. Oh, yes, but it's, when your defense is as good as Pittsburgh's, you want to, in that division, I want wins. I don't care if they're 20 to 17. I just want W's. I get the I get the Steelers. You, By you the way, can't Big play ben, cautious against this Bengals offense, what? against this Ravens well, offense. You can when you have Pittsburgh's defense. You go back to Big Ben's first couple years. They didn't ask him to do anything. Tom Brady, same deal. Game managed. Don't make so. Mistakes. Why do I have to have Kenny Pickett throw it thirty-eight times? This defense is in arguably best defense in the league, maybe except the Niners. I don't need Brock Purdy to throw thirty-eight times. Why am I going to ask Kenny Pickett to throw more than twenty-four? Why? I can win the game. If they get the O-line right, right I can fine. run the ball. Uh, who, 22 throws a game. That's all I need. Hey, Kyle Shanahan's calling plays on one side. Matt Canada's on the well, other. Well, let's not Come be. On. That sounds personal. Well, uh, Matt, I mean, Matt Canada's history is ineptitude. Pittsburgh oh, fans boy. do not like this guy. I mean, how many times can you watch Najee Harris do a dive on, on boy, first and 10 into that, the line of scrimmage? Well, they won seven to nine games to close the year, so the offense was good enough. I don't know. I just don't like this archaic football where it's like, hey, first and ten, well, hand how off. About, how about not archaic? We're playing to our strengths. If you have the best defense in the league, and your quarterback's in his second year, 
You better not throw it 36 times. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree. I mean, we don't. Fine. We'll split the baby or whatever they say the same. <laughs> Let's throw split it the 26 baby. times, but aggressive on first down so you're not in second oh, and long and third. And that's long. a different. That's there you right. Go. Reasonable minds. 26 can... a game. No need to throw any more than that. That's great. And by the way, eight of them just to that receiver on the outside from Georgia. But like, be like Jalen Hurts last year. Throw early, get the lead, and you know what? You're up by two touchdowns. Your defense is not wilting. All right. You're rambling here. We got to take a break. Right. Way to go, J Mac. J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live News. Before you take off this summer, protect your home. 24-7 Live Guard protection right now. 20% off any system. Sign up. Free month. Go to simplysafecolin.com. No safe like Simply Safe. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's a special Thursday night baseball on Fox as Pete Alonso leads the Mets against Paul Goldschmidt and the Cardinals, or Miguel Cabrera and the Tigers take on Jose Ramirez and the Guardians. Don't miss the action Thursday at 7 Eastern on Fox. Navian tankless water heaters. Go to tanklessmadesimple.com. Federal tax credits, 15-year warranty. Hot water never runs out. So uh, Sean Payton Russell Wilson was, I thought, the most interesting preseason game. Sean Payton played the first team offense for four series, scored in the last drive. Kevin Clark at the ringer earlier on what he thinks will transpire. I trust Sean Payton to fix the Broncos. I don't trust Sean Payton to fix Russell Wilson. It was the biggest decline for Russell Wilson by passer rating in the history of the NFL from uh, quarterback switching teams, which begs the question, is he still elite? Uh, and then here's another stat. He held onto the ball too long last year, uh, and he didn't have the legs to extend plays. Sean Payton is going to want him to have the quick release, run the offense, all of that stuff. I just don't know if this is going to work. You talk about timelines not matching up. Sean Payton wants to turn this franchise around. Russell Wilson may not be capable of turning it around himself. Yeah, that'll be the interesting thing. I did think he looked quicker, just a little quicker, moved a little better. And the thing that was confusing last year with Denver is when he ran at the end of games, he was successful. He just wouldn't run. So did he did he get that thing in his head? Okay, I got the money. I got the big contract. I'm going to be a pocket quarterback. I want to age well. It's like, dude, you got to lean into what you're good at. Move. Golden Tate just said, escapability, elusiveness. It's what he does. It's his fastball. Throw it. It's not that difficult. Um, J-Mac, you, I'm not going to talk about where you went, but you went to an island, and uh, you had warm weather. Do you ever miss that East Coast cold in winter, having lived there your whole life? Do you Absolutely miss that? not. Not at all? Not an, an, an ounce. Um, I actually, I shouldn't admit this on air. Okay, I will. Um, you know, but the family, we, the family goes back east over the holidays to yeah. see the family. And um, I usually have to work, so I'm unable to go. And it's, just, it's not a big loss for me to not have to go to cold weather for a week. You yeah, know, as no, much I as I love seeing the family, and I do love the fam. Yeah, well, they um, can also fly out here. They could just stay here, you know? I think it's a good call by you. Do you like going east into cold weather I, and I bundling love, up? I love summers and fall out east. I think the fall well, is okay, winter, though. Well, that's a different ball. <laughs> Summer, uh, five months, I love it. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the Herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.